0: Bread club, baby. We're back recording on a Monday. I know what this Matt looks like. I see Matt every other Monday. I'm used to this mat. You make it sound like it's a bad
1: thing, Kira.
0: <laughs> It's not a bad thing. We're back to usual. We know what to expect now. It's there's no Thursday controversy recording. No contra- well, not not no bread club con- God damn, it, no, I forgot the bread. No bread club controversy. <sighs> there's some controversy surrounding New Japan for a change usually very quiet on that front um but we'll we'll get into it we'll get into it
1: one I can't believe I forgot the bread so disappointed in myself
0: well we need to save the bread for the most special of occasions if bread has to be a a Wrestle Kingdom style occasion
1: okay I think that's I think that's doable
0: well we we've said it a million times before we will make bread a Wrestle Kingdom special occasion when we go all out for our Wrestle Kingdom preview show, the biggest guest will be the bread. So we're, you're telling me we're going to have to interview bread? Last year we had, well, this year, Wrestle Kingdom 17, we had Kevin Kelly, Francesco Akira, and Gideon Gray. And I think we can top that this year if we can get bread onto the bread club. All right. I mean, i'll try i'll try anything once well we'll, we'll send bread a dm and see if they're responsive yes does bread follow you matt does bread follow at wizards podcast i don't think i don't think bread does i think bread is pretty big league bread's done a lot in its career
1: i mean i'm not on that level of bread i guess
0: i <laughs> um, not on that me. level but at least new japan is back we went pretty much almost a month without any new japan proper you had the uh, multiverse stuff the all-star junior festival stuff but friday saturday sunday three new japan shows on new japan world um everyone's back in uh, lots of people back in japan uh stories are in progress as we're we build up on this destruction tour we had a couple of Zack sabre Jr. Defenses. A new debut, the start of the Best of Seven series, an injury—what um, should have been a, a couple of straightforward nights—New uh, Japan turned into a lot more than just you know a handful of must-see matches. Yeah, and as
1: we were, as we had wrapped up last our last episode uh, last Thursday, right? It was recent.
0: Yeah, not like the Thursday, as in like four, or five days ago, but the Thursday before that. Right, like I had. After.
1: I had gotten uh, a text message oh, yeah. about, <laughs> about uh the Kevin Kelly situation. I instantly sent it to you like, what the fuck? Um and uh, you know, as time has passed and it's it's kind of come to light that um there's a couple different stories out there. Um so I, I mean, guess this all I guess this all started with Kevin Kelly making a reference on tv to a uh, particular film that maybe had
0: its has its own agenda and was oh yeah yeah the sound of freedom bullshit yeah not Um,
1: something you would expect someone to push on a wrestling program
0: i didn't know he what what show was this he mentioned it on was it it, was it new japan was it collision it couldn't have been collision surely I,
1: i think it was collision
0: oh jesus christ i think i feel like you're right i feel like i remember seeing something about that on reddit um, I mean, yeah. look, the AEW is the wild, wild west. It, everything, <laughs> everything happens over there. There's no
1: lost control over there. It's complete and utter chaos.
0: But yeah, uh, you've got Ian Riccobani taking uh, lay, having issues with Kevin Kelly on the Voices of Wrestling Discord. Um, Kevin Kelly responding saying he didn't know if he had an issue, he should speak to him directly. Uh, a bit of uh yeah, like the type of stuff you don't usually get in New Japan. You don't usually get a dirty laundry let la- dirty laundry aired in public when it's related to New Japan, whether it's dirt sheets, whether it's on Twitter, uh it's all very Kfavy, baby. Um so this was this was interesting to say the least.
1: Yeah, and I think the um like so I'm an I we have the Shining Wizards have their own Discord and I'm also in another Discord which is uh, the Between the Sheets Discord, and there's Ian Riccaboni's in there. And I guess there's an unwritten rule where, like, what happens in the Discord? Yeah, I feel like it should stay in the Discord. And very I know the,
0: unwritten, but yeah, I agree. Well, I was I trying was to join problem. the WrestleWin Discord, guys. WrestleWin Discord.
1: I know there was a problem a couple of years ago with Ethan Page when he did that last match for Impact, the Karate Man thing, and he was in a... He's in. The, he was in the major figures Facebook group, and he had complained about it. And someone had had taken that information and brought it to to the sheet. Yeah, so I think, I guess
0: it is very unwritten. You're right. I don't think. Yeah, unless you're kind of, I yeah, if you're in, if you're involved enough to know, I suppose. But if you're just like passing by, if you've just joined, if you're new to how Discord works, it is very much yeah a community. It stays within that community, I think.
1: Yeah, so I think Ian had done. He voiced his his unhappiness under the guise that it would not be shared with the public but i guess someone was trying to have their five minutes of fame um yeah and then, you know obviously kevin kelly went out and kind of addressed the rumors and said he he wants to spend more time with his wife because
0: uh, oh man i mean yeah someone literally just straight up asked kevin kelly like you know are you going to be state like, what's the story with new Japan and commentary and collision and everything? And Kevin Kelly full credit to him tweeted, uh, verbatim. I am at some point soon, but I'll leave it to new Japan to announce it or not. I plan on calling destruction at Rio Goku and wrestle kingdom slash new year dash referring to the fact that at some point soon he is leaving new Japan. Um, at, you know, at the very latest, it sounds like it will be wrestle kingdom and slash new year's dash. So in the beginning of the, of 2024, um, the voice of New Japan, who's been... On, I can't even begin to guess when Kevin Kelly first joined New Japan. Um, for most modern-day New Japan fans, he would be the only English voice they know. They uh, avoided the calamity of the years prior when they was trying to get a foot on English commentary, and we went just through this revolving door of people, and none of it was ever good. Um, and then we we found Kevin Kelly, and it was a match made in heaven.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's sad. It makes sense. Like I get it. if, yeah. you know, his wife of 32 years does not want to be alone for long stretches of time. Like it makes sense. He's been doing it for for a long time now. It's just he's what a lot of us Western fans would associate as the voice of, of New Japan because he does, him and Chris are unbelievable duo. Um, and I think they do a great job telling the stories and, and kind of filling in the gaps if you're not familiar with the product. So it'll be he'll, he'll definitely be missed. But from a from a we talked about it with Will Osprey last last episode, like from a person standpoint, like, sure, like, of course, you want to spend time with your significant other and not leave for three weeks at a clip
0: yeah no it makes total sense and uh like i think I, i've i'm i don't know if I said it here or not during the g one when he was by himself. It's difficult to do commentary by yourself, but he didn't feel the same either I don't feel like it was the usual Kevin Kelly that we've grown to love and everything like that um like again, we've had him on break club, I've had him on wrestling he's been on the wizards he like you know he, he's very um uh, he's very nice to do these interviews and stuff with, so no fault in myself but I think that G1 was kind of the worst I'd seen Kevin Kelly, perhaps, in his time in New Japan, um, which I don't feel nice about saying. But it's, somewhat, it's just my opinion. It's a bit of the truth. So if he's kind of checked out on the product, if he knows he's going, then it's it's the best for everyone. And I will say this past weekend as well, Ke- uh, Chris Charlton on Friday and Saturday at Corico and Schultz, he was doing the Kevin Kelly role. He'd done some, the majority, a, a good portion of the show by himself. Night one, he was then joined by Shane Hayes. Night two, he was then joined by Mikey Nichols he done the kevin kelly role he he you know done everything from the color to you know the play-by-play i think he done a tremendous job like i think i i wonder whether chris will step up to be the kevin kelly and whoever else they get to join chris uh is going to be the new chris like to add a bit of flavor and stuff and chris john will now be the leading man
1: and i don't think that's a bad thing because I, I think chris does an exceptional job in the two shows that we saw on the road to destruction um, this past weekend, I thought he did great. Um, and I think that's just a natural progression, right?
0: Mm-hmm. He's
1: second to Kevin for so long. Like it just makes sense. And he lives over, over there. So it's not like he has to,
0: I, I think the difficulty probably is, is that obviously Chris doesn't do every show that Kevin does. And there's right. obviously a, a reason for it. They'll, they'll say it on commentary, you know, Kevin will say Chris is holding down the floor back in, Tokyo, Chris obviously has a lot of New Japan duties that go above and beyond sitting at the commentary desk and providing commentary. I'm sure he's doing lots of the translations, social media, you know, the website postings and all those type of things. I, I w- I'm i just assuming. Um, So I wonder if perhaps he just can't physically be doing full-time commentary, doing every show in English like Kevin Kelly would. But you know, I, I, I certainly would love to see it. But Matt, I've got a question here. When, when did you start watching new japan like never missing a show
1: oh god uh shit. my memory is terrible as to because i know you was... got
0: the date tape the, the videotape trading and all that stuff but when we're talking new japan world english commentary it being very accessible when did you kind of dive in
1: i want to say it was hold on i'm just looking up the show because
0: it was eight Wrestle Kingdom 8 and we were 18 so that's like 10 years ago. It's like 2014.
1: Yeah. Uh it's 2014. 20, it's, 20, it's either
0: 8 or 7. Hold on, let me look at 7. It was 7. I'm sorry, it was 7. My point being, who, who can you remember? I've gone on to Kevin Kelly's Wikipedia page. His new Japan bit is woefully thin. But there's a few of the commentators that were on the table with him. Do you remember when they would have Tatsu on English commentary? Yes, I do. <laughs> He he, he would literally say nothing. The man did not have a comfortable grasp of the English language, bless him. And I would remember Kevin Kelly and another man that was on New Japan commentary for quite a while, Matt Stryker, would set Yoshitatsu up. and be like, Yoshitatsu, what do you think? And they would just often not hear anything back. Or it would be like, yeah, good. And that would be it. Like, they'd try and get this wrestler's insight, and it was just never there to be heard.
1: I had a... Who did the commentary was Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino?
0: Yeah, I feel like that was maybe when I, I it I
1: wasn't. Wouldn't say that was Ken. like
0: we're... no, it was like that Wrestle Kingdom where you had to buy on like flips or some bullshit, yes. and yes. it was it was awful. That I, that that was the first Wrestle Kingdom I bought. Uh, yeah, and that app was terrible. Um, they never done that again, right? Um, but as well. Do you remember when they were kind of like just seemingly testing out anyone and everyone with Kevin Kelly? And you had some good guys like Mavs Gillis. I think his name is. Um, he'd done a couple of shows by himself, potentially, as well. Or, but um, Also, when they had Lanny Poffo on. And he just didn't have a clue. Like, he was awful. If you go, I would love to go back. And if I was allowed to post stuff on Twitter without getting in trouble from TBS Asahi, post clips of Lanny Poffo on commentary for New Japan because the dude had no fucking idea who anyone was, what any moves were, just totally clueless. Like, this was his first time ever watching professional wrestling. It was absurd how bad that man was. It
1: looks like he did it in 2019. Lanny Poffo.
0: Yeah. Damn, I thought it was a lot longer ago than that. Hold well, on, let me see if I... This is an interview. Hold on, I want to find... They flew him into Japan and everything. We're talking, they they flew Lanny into, uh, yeah, into Japan. Yeah, Lanny Poffer into Japan to do commentary yeah. at the table.
1: It looks like it was 2018.
0: That sounds more right. 2019 sounded too soon. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting now. Who are we going to get uh, to replace Kevin Kelly? Is it going to be someone we know? Uh, Can we get Gino want- Gambino back? Oh, man. Full-time Gino? That'd be the dream. Full-time Gino, Full-time Gino and Chris would actually be the dream. But I wonder if they if they get someone known, do they get someone we haven't heard of, someone from the independents, like that, you know, has only, if you, if you watch specific promotions, um. because I think Kevin put out a tweet saying like, they want whoever they get will be someone that can grow and grow with the product. So maybe they want, you know, someone that can be known just for New Japan. Interesting. But no scoops from me. No scoops from you? I feel like that's a farce. I
1: feel like you know something.
0: None Is it to, you? None to say. Yeah, could you imagine? I wish. None to say on air.
1: I think it I think it couldn't. They they it had to I think it was the the 2018 King of Pro Wrestling tour.
0: I don't know, man. I I've I no idea. But I want to find it now. Kevin Kelly will be missed. Yes, yeah, but what hundred, about what about action in the ring this past weekend, Matt? We, uh, you got, you start, I was so excited for Bolton Oleg versus Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, and, uh you know what, it. when I, when I saw that, that he was
1: not in there, I knew, I knew your little heart crumbled.
0: Dude, I was sat in the doctor's waiting for my GP appointment and it was like 10.30 and I was like, let me just stick it, New Japan on, I'll just watch it without the volume because I'm not going to be a dick and make everyone in this doctor's surgery fucking listen to Chris Charlton. Uh, and like it starts with the announcer in the middle of the ring, and I'm like, something's off. They only ever do this when the subject, when the cards changed. And I was like, God damn it. But then Ryohei Oiwa showed up, man. He looked great, came out with Kaito. You know, he's only had a match or two in Noah um, since, you know, being on excursion, but the New Japan fans got to see his new gear. Uh, and I think they had a, a, a great match. Um, and Zach Sabre Jr., I think this, that was defense number 13 for him. Yes. Um, Another, you know, just another blind or is uh, in his continuing run as one of the best wrestlers, uh, one of well, won the best wrestlers, period, but one the wrestlers of the year this year for sure.
1: Yeah, I don't, you know, and we're gonna get, uh, we'll talk about it. You know, they made the huge announcement for what's it, Dream Fest, Russell Dream, Russell Dream, yeah. whatever. This yeah. me. bro, the amount of
0: cocaine you have to do to come up with <laughs> allegedly. Um, I mean, Wrestle Dream was an old New Japan show, very. Once, once upon a time once
1: upon a time i mean i don't you could make it you know um now that orange cassidy is not your international champion you could you know make a case that he's the most successful champion in in professional wrestling zach sabre jr um 13 successful defenses in
0: the year yeah i feel like out of all the big companies surely like gunter gunter gunther Walter, whatever uh he has bad, had a great reign. Obviously, he's just broke the record and stuff. Yeah. I don't know how many defenses he's had this year.
1: Probably, I mean,
0: outside of house shows, none that bullshit.
1: Yeah, probably not
0: enough on TV. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, but Zach' his reign incredible. Um, and then I, it was was it that same? No, it was the next night, right? The, no, Yoshi kind of yeah. So then on night two,
1: well, uh, before you get to that, I do it, want.
0: What? Go on. No, go on. I'm getting myself confused.
1: I'm curious to find out how you feel about this. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. Suzuki, Narita, Despi, Honma. Night one against sh- shooter Wado, Lube, and Nagata. I'm excited for to see this 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 best of seven thing. This for this eight man. Right, because we're all used to these Road 2 shows, and they're kind
0: of... We'll switch out one wrestler one night, and all of a sudden it's a different match.
1: I don't want to say throwaway matches, but they're kind of like there's the two main event matches that you're kind of souped up for, and they do kind of further some stories with the undercard, but for the most part it's very paint-by-numbers for New Japan. It's a tag match, it's an eight-man, it's a six-man, it's a tag. But man, this was fucking... I don't think I ever will get tired of seeing Yuji Nagata and Minoru Suzuki beat the dog shit out of each other. And I thought Ren and Shooter, Shooter, excuse me, had great chemistry in this match. The first, uh, match.
0: I only watched the the OIWA. No, that's a lie. I watched the United Empire versus LiJ match, Zack versus Rohe OIWA, and then I like had the main event on Chi and showing versus Show and Evil just loosely in the background. Um, I've not watched every match of these three um, shows. Okay, fair enough. I've pick, cherry picked, but I trust you, man. I trust that this was a banger because yeah, Suzuki and Nagata, considering they've they they combined, are over. They've got a deck uh, a century between them. Um, yeah, they, they they seem to always just put on bangers. Like they they seem to just I don't know. Could, like just they bring out the best in each other. It's as simple as that.
1: Yeah, I think it's you know, like you said, the years of them being in the ring together, like they just know what to do and they know how to get people invested and on their feet, and and it it was a lot of fun. And I was also super impressed with this this Callum Newick. I wanted
0: to that. get to because obviously well, I watched
1: Night One. I didn't cherry pick. I have been in such I've, a
0: I watched this Jonesing
1: one. <laughs> for New Japan.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that he debuted on this one, and I was excited to ask your opinion because I've seen him on the UK scene. But this is your first exposure to Callum Newman. So what did you think of Callum Newman making his new Japan debut?
1: I thought they put him in a great spot where he could shine. Um, I, th- I thought he looked great. I'm excited to see what
0: the future holds for him.
1: And, uh, man, I I'm just, you know, the, these guys on, on paper, when you look at him, there's nothing, you know, he's just he just looks like a dude. There's mm. nothing special to him. But, man, he gets in that ring, and they they really – they let him do his thing, and, and I'm excited. I will, you know, keep an eye on on Callum Newman to go along with the rest of the the young lions that that New Japan has currently uh, under their umbrella.
0: I love that. Yeah, he's a young lion, but he's United Empire's young lion. So he's got that one green streak down his trunks. That's really cool. I really like that. As soon as he came out, and I was like, they should have done that for Fujita. Let him have an orange stripe for TMDK. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, but that's a really cool bit. But like, as soon as he, when he started hitting the ropes with Hiromu, and his whole thing is that he's the prince of pace. And I'm pretty, Chris must, I'm sure Chris said it on commentary. He says, "Print uh, Kadamu will say that no one can hit the ropes faster than he can." That boy moved, and yeah. the crowd, Coroquen, lost their minds for him hitting the ropes. Like in that moment, he was the the the, the, the Japan audience, and now have. They falling in love in that moment from him just running back and forth, hitting the ropes, duck, ducking and diving Hiromu before hitting a drop kick or whatever it was a oh, hurricane Rana at the end of Um, But yeah, he, he, I, he hit those ropes insanely quick, and the Korokuen Hall crowd erupted for it. It was awesome to see.
1: Yeah, and that uh, the spear that Suji hit on him was, yeah, was
0: beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely mur- murdered the
1: kid on his debut. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to murder my eyes because I watched the fucking main event. The like fucking yeah. asshole. I don't, I, what, did, I don't know what. I don't know what to expect, Kieran. I don't know why I do it to myself. What's wrong I with me?
0: I didn't pay proper attention. I had it on shenanigans, of course. Uh, evil and show keeping hold of the titles. Another pin for Evil over Sonata. Um, yeah, they've got. It's fine. It is what it is. Um, it's It's not know. fine. It's not necessary watching. It'll be a it'll, it'll be an issue when we get to the destruction match in Ryogoku.
1: Yeah, because we're gonna have to watch another fucking evil Sonata match. I don't want somebody there has to know how bad this is.
0: I don't know. I mean the crowd boo, they're getting the reactions and blah, 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 blah. I'm not the show versus oh, Tai Chi Show versus Tai Chi I think will be a million times worse than evil versus Sonata will be.
1: I mean they'd be, if I went to Japan and I took a shit in the middle of the ring, they'd probably boo me too. You don't see them. <laughs> I'm not booked for any tours.
0: (laughs) I mean, maybe that's why. Maybe you need to be doing the shits in America first to get the eyes on you from Japan. Gato waiting for you to make your mark, literally and figuratively.
1: It's fucking awful. It's fucking awful. I can't believe this is a main event of of a major show in September.
0: It's potentially their last biggest show of the year. It depends yeah like they've there's no is there a kopw tour after this there's not are you, this finishes in october you got super junior tag league has been announced i think world tag league schedule has been announced so this is their, their their last biggest show of the year outside of them announcing you know they could announce another historic crossover or something like that um and of course they've got royal quest as well um but yeah like um but then yeah moving on tonight too the night starts with uh, Yoshinobu Kanem. Kind of... Wait, that's night three, wasn't it? No, night two is... Night two when is the, the elimination match, right? When the hell did Kanemaru get injured? That was night two. It was night two? Okay.
1: Yeah, it was night two, because that's the same night as the, the LIJ... Yeah, Oki pulled double duty.
0: Yeah, yeah, Oki pulled double duty. Okay, yeah, so you get to the fourth match on the card. Nobu seemingly just trying to step into the ring. Uh Seems to just his his leg seems to go much like vince mcmahon from the was it the royal rumble all years ago yeah when both um, his, his hamstrings explode yeah like just just a freak accident new japan have since announced that him and bolt no leg i can't remember if they're off the entire tour uh but they're certainly missing a number of dates new japan with the old black and white lion mark which you know is never a good sign when you see that pop up on your socials um so yeah all the best to to Yoshinobu kandemaru but then we get at another impromptu NJPW tv championship match and the best thing about this matt did you see why we got this match uh no i missed that zach saber jr in his backstage comments the nights before has said that he wants to get to 20 defenses now this year he wants to get to 20 fences with the title so he wants another challenger so whilst he's cutting his backstage pom- comments he happens to see mr satoshi kojima looking for the toilet he's just heading to the toilet so Zach's like, Oi, Koji, do you want to challenge for the title? And poor Kojima's like, what? I'm just trying to go to the bathroom. What are you talking about? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Are you busy? He's like, I'm just trying to go to the toilet, bro. And Zach's like, okay, yeah, thank you. Thank you. And just keeps on bowing, like, thank you. And Koji's like, What are you talking about, you moron? Um, and that's how we end up with Kojima versus Zach Saber Jr. and a banger of a match. This was fantastic. Um, Zach trying to lock horns and uh, you know. Have a lariat off with Kojima and obviously failing miserably. Um, this this was great. I loved this. Kojima, it's insane how good Kojima is still. The man is like 53, maybe just turning 53. Um, he's in his 50s, and the dude is still the best out of the third generation. Man, I'd have him, I'd have him over Suzuki, Nagata, any of those guys. He's the best dad for me.
1: Well, that's why we named the show after him. He's fifty-two years old, fifty-two years young. Man, on paper, on paper, I was like, "What is this? (laughs) What is this?" And then, man, it was it was unsurprisingly terrific. Um, You know, the last portion of the of the match where Kojima essentially empties his whole tank, yeah, trying to get get the win over Zach, and then Zach gets him in the triangle. It was awesome. It was so. Fucking good! It's like, you know, it, I know he's in the news for the wrong reasons, but it's just like Punk versus Kojima at, at oh. the Fuck Forbidden Door. Like on paper, you're like really, but man, they fucking tore down, and Kojima does it again here with Zack Saber Jr. I mean, these guys were great dance partners. This is a match to go out of your way to watch, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, this is the match of the weekend for me, for sure. Um, Koji delivering. Big time. Uh, and then speaking of the dads, we get to never open weight six-man tag team title defense. Ishi Tanahashi no Kada retaining over Tiger Mask, Hiroshi Tenzan and Togi Makabe. This was the Tenzan show. This, what, this match was just Tenzan having his moments the night before going to a no contest because him and Ishii wouldn't stop trying to beat a shit out of each other. And Tenzan came out guns blazing, man. This is the best he has looked in a New Japan ring in God knows how long. Um, I wonder if this is maybe the start of the kind of Tenzan retirement tour as such, because he, he's physically not capable. He literally doesn't have ankles, yeah. uh, but he, he was great in this match. Like he deserves a lot of credit for the performance he was able to put on with the body he that man has in this day and age.
1: Yeah, uh, I think we mocked this uh, last last show. We mocked this this matchup. This is not a crisp masterpiece. This is not a five star match. It is an absolute, utter chaos hoot. It is so much fun to watch. You know, back-to-back right after the Saber match, too. Like, this fit perfectly on the show. Um, And yeah, Tenzan was... If this is his last hurrah, this is the story they're going to tell. Like, it was fun. It was a lot of fun.
0: Would you be game for one more Tenkozy run? One more Kojima and Tenzan as iwgp tag champions or do you just think that's just stupid considering their age and who else is in the, the division and stuff like that
1: oh man um when you say run
0: and holding the titles at the very least like one Get, more time like
1: getting a win and then dropping them like at the next show or the next, you or like. next match i wouldn't be against it i think I think there's been so much time passed that a lot of people might not get the significance of Tenkozy and how uh, important they were to the tag team scene in New Japan 15 years ago. So
0: I wouldn't be against it, no. I think I saw someone on Reddit, and it was just a a very sincere question. It was just like, how big of a deal was Kojima once upon a time? And it's like the man, he's the first person, and he might be the only person, I'm not sure, to win the IWGP and the Triple Crown hold both those titles at the same time uh the story surrounding it no one knows the truth whether it was legit that Tenzan just couldn't get up in time and you know because it was all it was like seconds away from being a 60 minute draw between the two champions which you would expect uh but Tenzan couldn't get up in time uh and Kojima won both belts and they've you know like Japanese does kayfabe there's an air of mystery after whether that was meant to happen or whether that wasn't meant to happen. And Kojima won both titles by mistake. Uh, But like, he was so good. Like again, he won the G he's, he's won all three of the top titles. Um, He is he is the like, you know, everyone uses the word legend, but he is an absolute legend of Japanese wrestling, not just new Japan. Um, Such a big deal. And it's just because it was his time in the slime like was during the time when new Japan business was down it doesn't get as much attention like nagata doesn't get as much attention as he should as any of those boys should any of the third generation um tanahashi gets all the credit for saving new japan but they were eating the shit and like shoveling through it and keeping new japan from sinking entirely
1: yeah and ten was also the first team to ever win the g1 and the world's strongest tag um determination league in the same year so like they're yeah I, i look to have the, the war dogs lose the titles to them in like some kind of fluke. Ooh, that'd be a
0: good story. That'd be like great. Because
1: then, like, they'd just come out and, you know, it would be a great story to have them kind of, you know, they're the ones that make Tenzon retire, right? And they win the titles back from them and they they beat him into
0: retirement. And I mean, as well, when Gabe Kidd was kind of first off of, uh first graduated his young line, I think he was calling himself the young bull or something like that and he had hair very much akin to Tenzan yep. There was obviously a Tenzan homage there there's obviously a relate uh, whether there's a relationship between them or Gabe Kid just like you know likes Tenzan and you know wanted to carry on the legacy obviously that's all changed since uh but it seems like there might be a bit more there, there could be a, certainly a story to be told with Gabe Kidd and Tenzan sharing the ring together um, yeah
1: absolutely I think they did a lot of tag matches together too back in the day
0: yeah, when, they, when he was a young lion, more than likely. They always team up with the with the Hontai guys, the good guys. Um, But yeah, that's all the wrestling, that's all the New Japan I watched this weekend, Matt. I did you didn't watch it. the elimination match? No, I had to, I headed out. When was this? This was Saturday. Yeah, I had to head out. Um, So I only got to watch. Actually, do you know what? I, I watched all this on Sunday. That's a lie. I watched the two matches back on Sunday. So I just cherry picked. Um, the only one I was able to watch live was Zaka versus Oiwa. Everything else I watched on a day or two later. But yeah, I've not watched anything else other than that.
1: Yeah, Elimination
0: Match was uh, was good. A lot, of, lot I, of action. I wanted to watch it. These Elimination Matches are always pretty good. And I feel like with United Empire in there, they always go a step above what's needed in these types of matches as well, especially a Will Ospreay. Always wants to put on a good show. Um, but yeah, I did want to watch it. But yeah, uh, I didn't watch this, nor the, the uh, time limit draw the next day. Ah, uh, the old time limit draw, huh? Don't, I, don't, I feel like nobody expected a time limit in the first match of this Best of Seven series. I mean,
1: based off of what we saw at the G One, you know, with all with all the the time limit draws early. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these players involved. I mean, they're not gonna. I think it's they they're trying to leave you with the air of of you know this is gonna come down to that that seventh match and it's it's all or nothing
0: yeah uh i mean i think it's a cool way to kick off the series quite frankly uh you i would kind of imagine it's a play that's happened very often if ever in this type of series to start off with a draw so you know kudos to new japan for doing that um and i heard good things about the match too but yeah i i just haven't watched it full disclosure i i was was uh running around this morning catching up on uh life so <laughs> yeah yeah I feel that um but next up that's new Japan related so the tour continues I don't know what is or isn't live on new japan world uh the next show of uh note that's notable the next show that has some consequences september 24th destruction in kobe which we'll get into uh but before destruction in kobe this coming Sunday, September 17th. The year of Will Ospreay continues when he finally steps in the ring to take on... The, his, I, I'd say his favourite wrestler. Certainly the biggest influence on the man. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Naomichi Marafuji in a Noah ring to celebrate Naomichi Marafuji's 25th wrestling anniversary. I want to say it's 25th, I'm sure. Um, but goddamn, I am excited for this match. This is going to be incredible because will osprey is gonna i know I have part of video it's like 11 12 minutes long just speaking to will about marifuji and the boy is like a child he just like sparkles in his eyes he is so excited for this match he is gonna put everything he possibly can into making this match be special for him for marifuji and everyone watching
1: yeah and i don't think i don't think you'll be disappointed um with how good osprey is and how good marifuji is i don't know if people are familiar with marifuji's career his is his his work is he was huge a huge part of of noah um and his win over Junakayami to become the ghc heavyweight champion 2006 was huge
0: if he was we, the first
1: wrestler to win all five ghc titles like he is such an important part of pro wrestling, Noah, and the Japanese wrestling uh, industry.
0: If we don't have Marafuji, we don't have like the wrestling we have today. Like, it's no exaggeration. Like the Alex Shelley's, the Kentas, the Marufujis of the world that are never gonna get the credit they deserve because yeah, the wrestling we love today doesn't exist. Will Osprey's half of Will Osprey's move set doesn't exist if Marufuji doesn't exist. Will Ospreay says in this interview, like he stole seventy percent of his moveset comes from um You can't overstate the importance of this man. Uh, I'm very excited for this one as well, and it's like Will Ospreay saying, like he remembers like the first time he was watching marifuji and he describes it as like when you're a kid playing with toys, and you like you see something on the TV, and you just forget about the toys you're playing with, and you're just staring at it. He says that's what it was like the first time he saw marifuji uh, like nothing else mattered that he was uh, you know he was just fixated and fascinated by this human being this man the things he was doing um so that's gonna be on wrestle universe I'm assuming I'm not sure it's on uh, 17th of September Japanese time it's an early show it's like a midday show in Japan so like obviously check your stuff out check your time zones and all that jazz uh because that's gonna be must see. I'm not sure what else is on the card admittedly should have done a bit more prep here. Um
1: uh, I- give me a second but But, yeah yeah.
0: cannot wait for that match um will osprey is gonna make that one special and you know if he gets a win that's another big fucking check like next to okada next to jericho next to omega to add marifuji to that list as well um know, he's already the runaway wrestler of the year will osprey i think He, he cemented that for many people uh yeah i mean look if you're not if if
1: you just don't want to give him his credit, I mean you're just being a silly goose. That's
0: a nice way of putting it, in, Matt.
1: Because he's he is. There's nobody better. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Nobody better right now
1: in the world of professional wrestling, than Will Osprey, he's having match of the year, quality matches, after match of the year, quality matches. No matter where he goes.
0: Yeah, he's just the only one doing it on a worldwide level across multiple promotions. Uh, it, it's undeniable at this point. Um, but yeah, then as we uh, mentioned, September 24th is New Japan's next big show, and it's a biggie. Uh, you've got t- titles on the line. You've got Tai versus Show, KPW 2023. You've got the IWGP tag titles. You've got special singles, two special singles matches, and the IWGP US title, UK title on the line. Matt Tai Chi versus show KOPW 2023. Who is walking away still holding that oddly blue belt?
1: Uh, I mean, there's gonna be, well, it depends. It's gotta
0: be, taichi. it's just it's, what it's gotta be. Tai Chi,
1: I would hope so. I hope just five guys. I mean, Uncle Noble will have a crutch, maybe you know, he can be <laughs> the equalizer. equalizer to House of Torture.
0: I, yeah, I mean, we, we don't know what the stipulation is going to be yet. I'm sure that's going to be teased throughout the tour. um. But yeah, I think like just the whole Tai being a heavyweight and he's a big heavyweight uh, compared to Sho as well. But also, I would like, I, I, I wish it wasn't Sho, but I would like to see a junior heavyweight hold this title at some point considering it's openweight. Yeah. Like we have the never openweight title that like three juniors have ever held, like Kushida and the Bushi are two that springs to mind. I can't remember if that was, oh, and Osprey won it when he was a junior still, I think. Um, but yeah, let, let's treat this as open weight. Junior should be challenging it for it for it more. I just wish it wasn't showed. It was the one doing it.
1: I mean, look if it gets it, it gets the title off of tai Chi and you know opens up a whole other world. Like the KOPW matches can be fun, but if you if it's two juniors, I mean, you could really you could really do some wild shit if it's two juniors who are real acrobatic and can do some crazy shit in the ring. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. It'd be a nice change of pace. Um, IWGP Tag Team Championships, uh, Bishamon Defendants against TMDK, Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols. If TMDK win, they will become the 100th team to win these titles. The 100th reign, sorry. So I think Bishamon like, you know, would be like the 97th or 99th reign or whatever it might be. But they will become the 100th uh, if they can topple Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. I'm putting for TMDK man I, I just want to see these boys with a title it's, they deserve it yeah no
1: I'm with you uh you know the Aussie Open blip uh kind of kind of led the titles back to uh uh Bushiman, but uh I, I would love I would I think I think something you know and look we've all talked about how great Bushiwon is they they got snubbed a couple years in a row here um for being mentioned as one of the best tag teams in wrestling. But I think, I think we need to, 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 I think the, the division needs some, some fresh, fresh blood here. And I think TMDK is the tag team to do it. Shane haste is unbelievably talented and he's, his personality is he's
0: off so the charts. Fucking funny man.
1: Uh, and Mikey Nichols also super talented. So putting the straps on them would be great. Uh, to, and It would kind of, you know, change the, Atmosphere of the tag team division.
0: Yeah, I, I'm fully for it. Let's let's strap TMDK up to the nines. Uh, special singles match: Shingo Takagi versus Great O'Kan. um I see Shingo walking away with this. He's taken a lot of L's in the past few months. I feel, um, and Great Okan just seemingly can't get a big win to save his life. Bless him. Uh, he, he's constantly eating shit. Um, but yeah, I, I I I I expect Shingo to win this. Do you see? I feel like after the Great O'Conn's G1
1: where he has kind of seemed a little despondent and he couldn't get a win, I feel like we might get a different version of the Great O'Conn in this match and and maybe he writes the ship. It'll be fun though,
0: I hope. Yeah, yeah, I I think this will be a good one. Tetsuya Unito versus Jeff Cobb being officially a special singles match, but Tetsuya Unito has said if he loses, he will give up his right to face, to be in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. He'll give that up to Jeff Cobb. Even though the office aren't uh, acknowledging it, even though because of Okada, there's no longer the briefcase. There's no longer the right to cut the right, the winner's right to challenge contract. Uh, Tetsu Naito making himself one with a bit of A3 paper and a sharpie, um, which Jeff Cobb tore up, and Tetsu Naito has since taped up. Uh, But yeah, this one, you know, Naito's obviously kind of getting the win back here, and he's going to head on to, to Wrestle Kingdom. And, you know, he's confirming his Wrestle Kingdom spot here.
1: Yeah, still, I think, you know, Jeff Cobb, Naito, I mean, sign me up. The, the elimination match that they had in night two was awesome. Jeff Cobb eliminates Naito last um, to kind of add a little fuel to this fire. But you know what you're signing up for. Naito's on this trajectory to be in Wrestle Kingdom main event. And Jeff Cobb is just... So fucking good, and I don't think he gets the, the credit he deserves. So to put these guys in the ring together as the semi-main for this first night of this destruction uh, tour in Kobe uh, is is no-brainer, and this match
0: is gonna fucking deliver. And then in the main event, the match most people are probably looking to forward to most on this entire tour, I would say, uh, the IWGP US brackets UK heavyweight championship match. That's how it's officially listed on the New Japan website. Uh Will Ospreay defending his IWGP US slash UK heavyweight title against Yotasuji. Uh, this is this should be absolutely incredible. Like Suji is so big but so lightning quick, the same as Will Ospreay. They're gonna I feel like these two are just gonna mesh really well. And I think we're gonna see a thing or two we just haven't seen before in a wrestling ring. Like these two are gonna pull something really unique out of the book.
1: Yeah, and I think that's going back to our our earlier conversation about osprey being wrestler of the year like he's not every match is different right he plays to the Mm strengths and the weaknesses of each individual that he's in there so the omega match is different than the jericho match is different than the marifuji match which will be different than the suji match and suji like you mentioned big guy moves like a cat like they're going to do something special here and i'm super excited for it especially because we've seen the trust that new japan has in um osprey and suji to bring suji back from excursion put him right in the main event put him in lij um this is the the, another big stage for him uh and i think he's going to deliver i think this match is going to be a home run
0: i'm assuming an osprey win part of me is wondering if they pulled a rug here a bit uh but you know i think it depends perhaps on outlying factors the osprey contract situation but of course they've already teased zach versus will for royal quest 3 in london um but i mean suji versus zach wouldn't exactly be a bad match it wouldn't be one that i'd be upset seeing uh but yeah will versus zach you know this royal quest 3 them to you'd assume main eventing uh in london in the uk would be a really big deal um and then now that i'm thinking saying that as well it kind of feels like just kind of another another tick for will osprey to say i've done that in new japan now let's move on to the next challenge," which you know. Would be AEW, like you know, headlining the Copper Box against a fellow Brit and getting more than likely the win. Um, I feel like that's another tick box exercise for Mister Will Osprey.
1: So we're going, he's going
0: all in on twenty twenty three. Man, uh, let's say hope is going all in on staying with New Japan Brothers. I um, agree. Who I don't see.
1: We talk. Look, since the last time we got together more nonsense i don't know anyone that wants to be part of that i'm sorry maybe to go in once in a while and work a show there but i mean you
0: want to be in that environment all the time did you see will osprey's tattoo yeah got his first tattoo
1: yes but i don't think i don't think that signifies like he was he put himself in a position to be used in that situation in front of ad he did that with the help of Tony Khan and AEW, but, like, it's very important. But do you really want to be in that environment week in and week out where it seems like it's, like, the I fucking mean, inmates the are poison, running the asylum?
0: They might have cut the head of the snake off now, for lack of a better word. So, you know, let's let's see what happens. He doesn't need to make the decision right now. He's got months left on his contract, and so maybe things will Improve within AEW now that you know they've exercised the demon that was CM Punk,
1: have they? But w-
0: yeah, it's a completely different yeah.
1: conversation for a completely different podcast. But I don't think CM Punk's the only problem in AEW, and I'll no,
0: no, absolutely not. And if you want to hear us talk ad nauseum about what we think about Will future, go check out last episode of Bread Club, uh, because it was a very Will heavy episode last year. Um, but one more match announced that I was not expecting to wake up to on Sunday morning following collision, Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre jr. October 1st, AW's Russell dream. Zach Sabre jr. Wins, or I will go fight Tony Khan. These are my terms. Non-negotiable.
1: I like it. I like it. I think, uh, with what Brian said Saturday on collision, where his, He's, he's kind of winding his career down it doesn't doesn't do him getting a win over Zack saber jr does nothing to we already know Brian Danielson's a legend in the wrestling industry a win over Zack saber Jr does nothing to help Brian Danielson right? right doesn't do anything Zack saber jr on the other hand is a, a main player in New Japan and these wins mean something where you know, if it gets to the point where he drops the TV title at some point to somebody, he can instantly slide right into the main event picture where he can challenge for the world championship. And it'll be, oh, I have this many successful title defenses. I beat Brian Danielson. I took Will Osprey to a time limit draw, Royal quest three, whatever, whatever the fucking story is, you know, and then he is, cause I think Zach Saber jr is a main event player. Uh, and I just want to hear him do a bunch of promos like he did to the Brian Danielson one where he just calls him a dickhead a bunch of times with his funny accent.
0: Yeah, dragon bollocks as well. Like, Zach Jr.'s backstage comments are incredible. He effortlessly is gliding between Japanese and English. Like, mid-sentence, he will just switch up the language. How is that boy not challenging for the... He challenges for the top title every so often, to be fair. But yes. how? how is he just not... He should be IWGP World Heavyweight Champion at some point. Like... He's done wonders for this NJPW World TV Championship. I think it's just such a missed chance. And it just seems so obvious. Like, the crowd love him. He's a faction leader now. He can speak. He can do everything you want on the mic. And then in the ring, he's so dangerous. Like, he can win the match in any... He doesn't have a finishing move. If you What is Zack Sabre Jr.'s finishing move? One of 20 submissions and one of 15 different roll-ups. And he's got the Zack driver like he's such a he, he every match he's in is exciting when of importance because it can believably end at any point um and i just really want the man to be the iwgp world heavy champion i think it deserves it i think it'd be an incredible run um but yeah i'm i'm really pumped for this match this is a match that you know i think it's happening on a sunday and i was guided because that means i won't be staying up for it because i'd have work the next day um but it's one it, it's the match everyone's always wanted. And I want it more so so that can just show lots of people who don't appreciate Zach or know as much as Zach. Because obviously Danielson's such a worldwide bigger star than Zach. I really want people to just fucking learn that Zach Sabre Jr. is the best technical wrestler in the world.
1: Yeah. And I think That's- uh I th- I think that'll happen
0: at uh at at the October first uh what dream dream wrestle? Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream. It's like fucking oh, best of the super juniors all over could- again. Super could Junior, best of the it. Super Junior tag league, wasn't it? We kept on messing up. You could tell I took a powder on AEW
1: recently. <laughs> I've been watching it as much as uh as as I sh- I used to be,
0: and it's it's just because of time. It's not well, a... There's a new announcement. NJPW is is changing up. We got to talk about the Farley Dojo and the controversy there. But um, a couple of YouTube comments, comments, a couple of YouTube oh, yeah. comments from our last episode. Uh, one from Dunstan Williams. He says, "What could New Japan do outside of wrestling to bring more revenue to pr- to the promotion, more sponsors, a better TV deal in Japan?" What do we think? What do you think? I mean,
1: I'm not entirely sure. Um, because is it that Bushi Road owns New Japan, right?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, Road is New Japan and they their, their main revenue isn't New Japan. It's card games and stuff like that. Um, so I think they're probably doing everything they can in New Japan and Bushiroad to get more money. Like they bought Stardom. <laughs> um, they do so many collaborations and things like that that we're just not privy to in the West. Uh they are on TV quite often. Um and yeah, I think that the, the fact Bushi Road with their cards and all that stuff, they're they're earning, they're not hard up for cash.
1: Yeah. Now, if you're looking for, I think maybe a better question is like, how would they get themselves more exposure over here in the in the states? Maybe might be a better question. Um. I just, I don't know. There's the. <laughs> Sorry, I've been but battling a cold for like the last week and a half. So, um, you know, I don't know. There's there's A lot of wrestling over here, and uh, I know they have their program on the Access TV channel, but not everybody here gets access. I don't get access, and I don't have regular cable. I stream. I got rid of the cable box a long time ago. Um, And, the you know, it's I mean, we've been very open about if 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 we miss a road to destruction show and there's 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 a good chance we're not going to go back and watch it. Right. If unless there's something that you have to see. So. And there's the time difference, you know. I don't have the luxury of staying up till one, two, three o'clock in the morning every night to watch a three-hour show. Um, but I think you know they did the working thing with MLW. I know they're bringing Minoru Suzuki to MLW. The stuff with AEW, you know, they're. It's kind of like that old saying: you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. Like you, they could, They're leading you to where you can find these guys. You just have to make a conscious effort to sign up for New Japan World and make time to watch some of these shows
0: yeah i'm i'd like as well i think that some there was recently like some revenues released from bushi road who owned new japan and it broke down you know we made this much from new japan we made this much from stardom we made this much from card games and then you know you got year on year whether it was up whether it was down etc etc and there was comments and i can't remember if the comments were from obari or someone but it was someone high up in new japan and they basically they, they straight up said aw has obviously hurt them because any waves they were making in america have now you know that those waves have taken a big hit they're not as strong because AEW now exists um and you know that's no secret that's pretty obvious um but yeah i think that AEW took has taken all the steam out new japan sales in the west like people watched AEW for the kenny's for jericho's you know moxley as well you know juice robinson uh jay wyatt you know and now potentially with osprey going like you don't need to watch, not so these people don't need to watch New Japan, quite frankly. Um, but another comment from Scott George. He said he's so mad that Matt had a barbecue and still didn't eat bread on the stream since he had enough to feed a third world country. Get together, Matt.
1: I know. it's And you know, that's why I said I should have brought, there's still like a rolling cart full of potato rolls that are eventually going to go bad. I was about to say, they, they, must, they must already be bad, man. No, the potato rolls they do well. They hold long, but it's we're getting there. Like they probably should go in the garbage this week.
0: And then I can't more. eat
1: fucking. I can't eat fucking hot dogs every
0: night, people. I'm sorry. I'm
1: trying to do the best I can with all the leftovers.
0: One more comment from Julian, as always. Always appreciate you, mate. Um, he uh, talks about you know meeting all in. He's weekend at all in and stuff um seeing all the new japan guys at the rev pro show and being part of history in wembley really made up for the fact that he got home at 1 p.m slept for an hour and then went back to work at 3 p.m um but yeah no a lovely long comment talking about his experience in the uk that weekend because he flew over from germany uh so thanks as always for the comment julian go check his stuff out wrestling infos uh podcast he's got in, it is in german but he's got english interviews as well uh so go show him some love Uh, but Matt we've got a couple more topics to talk about before we We do but I also
1: I also got a comment uh, in the Shining Wizards discord from uh, from our friend Hardvark and he said this week's bread club was a good listen it's interesting to see Matt with a different host and dynamic an enjoyable listen and way to learn about Japanese wrestling and how Kieran knows everyone on the bread (laughs) on the bread thing you need Japanese bread in a can what
0: is that a thing it must be. Why would he lie to us? I don't know, but I I will investigate Japanese bread in a can. We're gonna have to Google Japanese bread in a can. Um, and then people will be very confused at our search history someday. Uh oh, so if it ain't if it ain't, I mean, uh I told I I told this story on the
1: I have a like a I have like a little journal here because I do like the post show stuff for the wizards where I just write I write like one line. Mm-hmm of like something we say that maybe might be for like an episode title or something. And I say, I got to like burn this before, like if I die and my wife finds this or something <laughs> yeah. like just in a line, I wrote pussy willows. I like friends VIP motel almond head <laughs> deodorant. Like I just write things. And if someone's unwhackable, like, I have to take burn this. Someone's going to think I'm a psychopath.
0: No one's going to be able to connect those dots ever. Yeah. Like, what do these words have in common? Like, they all existed in Matt's brain at some point. That's the the, the common factor. Um, we have, uh, Bread in a can. They come in six different flavors.
1: Ooh. Chocolate chip, caramel, strawberry, milk, plain, or coffee.
0: Strawberry bread in a can. Coffee bread yeah. in a can? What the fuck? It's got like a little cat on the outside of it. Oh, of course it does. I bet it's a really cute cat too.
1: Yeah, no, it's adorable. Oh, <laughs> it's every Japan can is, is a different color.
0: They know how to market their shit. Yeah, they
1: do. Okay, so sorry. We have other news. New Japan's going to launch uh, new uh, features and improvements this fall for their apps. Mm-hmm. So that'll be nice because uh, I had the app on my phone. I was like, oh, I can just cast this to my Google. I can't even get on fucking New Japan world on my phone.
0: Yeah, no, the it's so old, it's so dated. The search functions rubbish, buffered. Like, if I watch something new, it works fine. If I try to watch something old, it is just horrible. Like trying to skip to the right place, it's a uh, it's it's a bit outdated. It's not very nice. It's nice to see it here that they're sticking the money into it to revamp it. Uh, the subscription price is going up slightly, uh, but you will be able to subscribe in dollars for once the new subscriptions go live and new versions, so rather than having to pay. In yen, you can just pay $9.99 US dollars straight away. Um, they're gonna, you know, there's gonna be new apps on the Fire Stick, on iOS, on Android. You're gonna be able to watch stuff in full HD, you're gonna be able to download video content to watch offline. Uh it's just gonna be better top to bottom. It's gonna cost a little tiny bit more. Um, but this should hopefully make the viewing experience as new Japan fans infinitely more enjoyable. Please.
1: Please.
0: and one more thing we should definitely touch on because whilst we're very positive about all things new japan i think it's equally important that when things come to light that aren't so positive we need to shed a light on them that people aren't perhaps aware of uh it's not all sunshine and rainbows it's fucking pro wrestling at the end of the day um but yeah this is about the farlay dojo so for those who don't know you've got obviously the noge dojo in japan where the young lions stay you had the la dojo of course which is still going on but now it's kind of like it just uh you know you can pay and train there with under trainers like kushita and then there's the file dojo which kind of follows the japanese dojo concept of you know you'll stay there you'll train there you'll pay to go I, I although you can't pay to go to the one in japan but you'll pay to train there and stay there and you know maybe if you're good enough you'll get sent over to japan that's how oscar loibe got over that's how yuto nakashima even though he is japanese that's how he got over he was part of file dojo um, but there's two very rather long, insightful posts on Reddit. Uh, if you search on Google, just put uh, Farley Dojo Reddit, the two posts will come up. They're very damning, very, very damning of the Farley Dojo. Um, I don't want to, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, but I think, I feel like the too long didn't read of it in one word is, is scam. It it just hits me as a scam, for, like, for lack of a, not even for lack of a better word. I think it's a scam uh yeah it
1: see it might be somebody who maybe had uh grander what a granders of illusion where they thought i'm gonna go here and i'm gonna train for x amount of months and then i'll be in new japan and that's not quite the way the wrestling business works so you know you read the post and yes seven thousand dollars is a lot of money but like you're not gonna become the next will osprey in seven eight months like that's he worked his whole life to get where he is, so it seems very out of the blue, um, you know. Because Fale said his dojo for uh, for shit five six years now, probably more.
0: I will say, I spoke to some wrestlers about this, and they said, yeah, like it's kind of common knowledge that the Fale dojo is dog shit. <laughs> um, that they're selling a dream that no one's ever going to get the dream being come here you might get lucky you might if you're good enough you'll get to new japan really they're just trying to get your money get you in the door get you out the door um but isn't that every wrestling school it's probably yeah but you also expect to get trained like by like you know these two posts are very damning and the people are leaving barely knowing how to do any basics like they could barely do an arm drag it's all just horrible exercises um the living so the, the housing situation is disgusting. it's 16 people living in a house that's meant to have eight people in and whilst you don't expect to be staying in five- star accommodation when you're part of a dojo, I think that's pretty extreme um there's uh you know it, it, by all accounts as well in his defense it says when bad luck Farley does show up, He's a very good trainer. He's very helpful. He's very insightful, but he's not there very often. Uh, and he would take advantage of the students. He would make them wash these cars, do grocery shopping, things that obviously don't lend yourself to being a better professional wrestler. Um, and look, I'll, I'll put this is this is a quote from a wrestler, yeah, who will rename rename remain anonymous for obvious reasons, yeah. It's essentially Farley's independent promotion using NJPW stickers. So, don't I, I? I wonder how much New Japan will get involved if they, you know, I wonder how much money it goes back to New Japan from this. How much ends up in Farley's and Tony? What's the trainer's name?
1: Tony Kazina.
0: Yeah, in his pockets, um, because yeah, like the, the, It's it's very damning about Tony Kazina uh saying he can switch on a flip he can go from trying to train yeah, you nice to throwing a chair across the the room and trying to hit someone with it and i
1: mean he's he's always he's had that i remember when we first started the podcast that he
0: was associated
1: with davy richards and they like held up an independent promoter in the states like it's no surprise like you had been you sent the rundown this morning and i was very unaware of the situation and you had been kind enough to send me the links i read through it and when i saw that tony Tony casino was the head trainer i was like of course this guy's a fucking guy's a piece of shit
0: that yeah yeah, very 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 much a piece of shit so it's, it's probably not a surprise that this guy who's now running a dojo who is a piece of shit isn't providing the best training isn't providing the best environment and look i'm sure these people aren't naive they're not going in expecting not to be pushed to their limits and they're not expecting to go in and perhaps throw up because they've worked so hard um but clearly it's going a step beyond that um you know i i think in today's society there's no excuse there's no way to say to call someone again from the reddit post of someone's experience to call someone a faggot and you know there's no Way to say that word this this day and age? Basically, there's no, you know, um. In in his fence it says like he would call people a pussy, and I feel like that's a situational one. Like I'll call my mate a pussy if he doesn't want to go on a roller coaster if we're at a theme park, but that's obviously very different to if someone's struggling and passing out during an exercise and calling them of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's not that situational awareness for the word faggot. That that's just a, a no go. And you know, sorry if just saying that word upsets anyone. Um but yeah it, it is very damning obviously hopefully new japan look into it because it sounds like a fucking shit show even if it's exaggerated in the posts I, I don't think it is just from what i've heard and uh separately um but yeah i i'm not holding my breath for new japan to step in and quite frankly give a fuck about what's going on
1: yeah you don't you don't uh you don't need your you don't need your your brand associated with that if uh you know this is look it's wrestling school it's not supposed to be easy but you know if some of these accusations are are even remotely you know a a quarter true like you can't have 16 dudes living in a fucking rundown shack and you can't be running these kids who have concussions until they fucking pass out and then dragging them out onto the the concrete and leaving them in the fucking new zealand sun with some trainee just to watch over him to make sure he doesn't fucking die like what are we doing here
0: yeah i mean to to quote it as well people are given massive discounts and they if they consider leaving as a retention tool this can drop to as low as one thousand dollars from seven thousand dollars and someone might be told the office sees something in you to try and make them think oh like you know i've got a chance here and obviously it's just chatting shit like how would the office know about you know one of these 18 people you know it, it, it's clearly selling a dream that doesn't exist and i feel bad for people because what other choice do they have if you're in new zealand it's not like new zealand has a thriving wrestling community what are your choices to hop on a plane to australia and go on the independent scene or hop on a plane to try go to japan where you're not gonna be able to speak the language like this is really it's a chance it's a dream but that's then they're, they're selling hope of that and that's obviously just yeah horrible bullshit. um yeah not not a fan of, like of any of this obviously um and hopefully something does happen
1: yeah hopefully they can get to the bottom of it and right the wrong and, and fix fix it but it's man it's pro wrestling like there's a then you can go you'll go you'll find the reddit uh, posts there there, there's but like you can't you can't talk to, you know you can't support your friends and other pro it's just stupid like Oh, yeah, Yeah. Wrestling. But like, we dealt with that when we first started the Shining Wizards podcast. Like, so-and-so doesn't like so-and-so, so so they can't be on your show. And I was like, fuck you. Like, this is not their podcast. And I don't give a shit if somebody you associate with doesn't like somebody we're going to have on as a guest. Like, don't fucking listen. I don't know what to tell you. It's fucking carny bullshit. (laughs) It really is. It's the most ridiculous Shit! Some of the shit, Kieran and I have stories from when we first started doing this podcast, and we were heavily involved in an independent promotion here in New Jersey. Some of the fucking stories be, I could tell you, you would be like, "What is wrong with you?"
0: <laughs> Conversely, I went to a wrestling show in a library and had a fantastic fucking time. And someone got put for a table, like five centimeters from my face. I shit myself.
1: It's great, how man. how do we do a wrestling show in a library? Is there a ring?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full ring, chairs around, everything. It oh, was, really? yeah, it was fantastic. Great little venue for it. Um, was Gideon Gray. Gideon oh. Gray was there. Gideon Gray is part of the reason I went. Gideon Gray versus Jordan breaks. They had a pure rules wrestling match. Um, Gideon Gray, he won't tell you, but he is a very fucking good technical wrestler. Uh, a proper student of the catch catch can style and everything British wrestling style. Uh, it was fantastic to see him in that environment because he doesn't do it often, um, which is why I went out of my way to go to the show. Uh, Michael Oku was on the card um I can't remember if there was anyone else of note as such on the card outside of the British wrestling scene um yeah I had a great time it was really cool to go to a show in a library. Uh, the drinks were cheap it was free beers for 10 pound free big nice. cans of oh, beers yeah. for 10 pound. Uh, I put five pound in for the raffle when I won this t-shirt I got second place purpose wrestling yeah. it's, it's so soft I'm gonna wear the shirt all the time it's so comfortable. Um, like but yeah, uh, I thought it'd be funner to end on the note of wrestling in a library than on bad luck. Farley being a prick.
1: Carney. I got a bell. This is, this is going to be the name drop bell for you. Every time you name drop somebody that you are friends with in the wrestling business, I'm going to ring the bell.
0: Well, once this, once this starts recording, you're going to be pressing that nonstop. Once this stops recording. I'll do, i can tell you some stuff off screen oh this guy's always got something up his sleeve I love this <laughs> uh but yeah i think that's it for, for bread club this week short and sweet there's not been much in terms of new japan in the ring uh but when we're back in two weeks we'll be the, the day after that big september 24th show we'll be back to talk about uh the will osprey yosuji match to preview the upcoming shows i'm sure there'll be some more wrestle dream stuff uh see what new japan talent are going to be rocking up there um yeah i uh, it's uh, another two weeks to come lots of more new japan to come in that time
1: yeah it'll be uh you know there's a calm before the storm we're starting to get into we're gearing up for wrestling into
0: it here. super yeah, junior so. tag league's been announced World tag league's been announced hopefully we get some cool teams over there i'm rooting for west coast wrecking crew um That's, but, yeah, but,
1: but they, just, they just won a bunch of gold over here in the states last night oh did they yeah
0: oh good i love those guys uh but yeah we'll be back in two weeks Give me a follow on Twitter. It says down there, at KieranRH93. Uh, more importantly, check out WrestleIn at WrestleI double N. Um, some interviews in the pipeline that I need to finalize. Uh, hopefully a couple from New Japan, one from AEW. Uh, uh, Patreon.com slash WrestleIn too. Um, yeah, all that good stuff. Just, uh, just go, go to the Twitter, at WrestleI double N, uh, and you'll get everything you need. But Matt, Wizards Podcast, recording tonight. Yes,
1: I, I do. I, I do want to ask, and you can tell me off the air. But I do it. Do you get a response from AEW media, social, the media people over there?
0: Yeah, always telling me no.
1: At least they fucking
0: respond to you to tell you no. Um, we'll we'll make sure. Whether let's check. Who, I'll confirm <laughs> with you off air that we're emailing the same person.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Although I did, you know what? I can't say they always said no because they did get a sunny why while, while uh, uh, he was under contract. So. Um, I you know, can't. That's one. That's one more than me. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, impact I have no luck with. So yeah, no impact over there. No, that guy's a fucking douche. Um, at Wizards Podcast is the Twitter handle. Look, you don't want to hear anyone. You can't listen to another wrestling podcast that talks about fucking CM Punk, AEW's falling apart, Roman Reigns, this fucking WWE, that. Don't even the latest episode of the Shining Wizards retro wizards we're going back to 1995 we're going to do the whole show and we're going to talk about the week that was september 4th to september 10th in 1995 the debut of wcw monday nitro lex luger showing up the fallout from SummerSlam. it's all old school wrestling we're going to pretend like we are in 1995 it's going to be a lot of fun uh so if you're going to check out a shining wizards episode that's there's no current wrestling talk allowed at all Uh, So, at Wizards Podcast.
0: Is there a forfeit if someone talks about current wrestling? Someone, whoever, like, accidentally talks about current wrestling the most should keep a tally, and that person has to do a forfeit.
1: Uh, You know what? That's not a bad idea. This is, there's been, it's probably the most post-show work we've done ever for a show.
0: I'm excited for that. I I think that there's, there's such a need for that with this current news fucking wrestling cycle like we said
1: there's only there's no it's we i mean you know you know everybody has a fucking podcast how are you gonna stick out there's only so many times someone can listen to a podcast where they talk about fucking cm punk fighting jack perry or fucking roman reigns and Gunther having these unimaginable title reigns because Mm. wwe wants to clear the slate of the honky tonka you know like We got to do something different here. We've been watching wrestling all our fucking lives. We know what we're talking about. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. I'm excited for it. It's a good change of pace.
0: At Wizards Podcast. That episode will be out by the time you're watching this. Go follow. Go listen. Go enjoy. That was Bread Club.
1: Remember to follow on Fightful Overbook. Overbook. FightfulOverbook.com. Fightful.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave a thumbs up. Leave a comment. We'd love to read them. We'll be back in two weeks with uh, Destruction in Kobe results and uh, probably some more. What's the dream? What do we call it? I'm calling it Dream Warriors. Wrestle more... Dream. <laughs> <More> <laughs> the,
0: dream. Name, the, name, the names get further and further away every time you try it.
1: There will be more matches announced for the Dream Warriors. It'll be a wrestling show slash live docking performance. So if you are a docking fan, Uh, and you like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, you can uh, enjoy the show. We'll be back in two weeks.
0: I gotta hit the button. You have to hit the button.